All right, so Preston, um, I recently just gave you the uh, the article, and I just wanted your opinion on it, but uh, apparently we're getting another Game of Thrones prequel. It's in the works. Well, it hasn't been confirmed yet. HBO hasn't ordered yet, but they're strongly looking at it, and it's going to essentially cover Fire and Blood. Now, everybody's been telling me that the Deadline article made a mistake, that it's supposed to be Dance of Dragons, but that really doesn't make any sense, because I went back to the Deadline article, and they didn't update or correct their mistakes, so I'm going to go ahead and assume that that's not a mistake, that they are doing Fire and Blood. But, um, yeah, what are your thoughts on HBO doing another prequel on top of the one they've already, like, completed already? Because the Blood Moon prequel, which is the White yeah. Walker Origins one, that one is already in post-production. So Right, right. Like, we're going we're gonna to get a pilot, or we have mm -hmm. a pilot for that. Whether the pilot's going to get picked up, that, that, that's, another, that's another question. But, um, I mean, so George, I think, what, back in May said that there were five... There were originally five uh, prequel ideas put forward, and three were still getting developed. So I guess it's not too surprising that that, that something is here. Um, I, it's strange that they say fire and blood because what do they mean? Like 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 what period of fire and blood? The whole thing? Because I think the whole thing because yeah, like it, it, it's only some people were saying they're going to do dance of the, dance of the dragons, the Targaryen civil war, which wouldn't make any sense because. Say what you will about Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones comes... When we first started in the first book, in the first season, like, everything has calmed down. Like, it's the calm before the storm, and everything is, like, yeah. you know, in relative peace before shit hits the fan midway through. Um, but I feel like Dance of the Dragons, the only... Like, how would you even start that? It would be very chaotic and very confusing from the, from the start. I mean, it would just be war, 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 war. I mean, that's... The, the, the problem with... Um... I don't know. Like the problem with Fire and Blood is there's too much time, and the problem with Dance of the Dragons is there's not enough time, right? You know, like Dance of the Dragons only takes place over. I'm trying to think like how long the Dance of the Dragons is. Like um, a year. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Uh, unless they're well, unless they're doing like a mini series. But we had this discussion with yeah, Phil two a while years. back. Two years, unless we unless they're yeah. doing like a mini series where it's like two to three seasons, then I I guess. But why do a mini series? Why not do a full blown series like Thrones and, and capitalize and cash out on it? And and Phil, the issues guy, I don't know if you remember him saying this. He had a point. When did the word, when did the phrase mini series become such a bad thing? Because I remember HBO back in the day used to do a bunch of them, and now we barely get any mini series at all, if ever. It's all documentaries <clears throat> and full fledged shows. Well, there's a few mini series that 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 were done. Um, uh, Chernobyl, obviously. Chernobyl yeah. does that really count as a mini? Uh, actually, there is there there can't be a season two for Chernobyl. So there can't I be guess, a season two for Chernobyl. I guess Big that Little counts. Big Little Lies was supposed to be a mini series, and then it just went so well that they they were like, okay, we're gonna do season two. Mm -hmm. You know, hmm. um, it wasn't supposed to have a second season, but but it did. You know, it did. Um, I don't know. There, there, there's, they've done a couple maxi series, um, like uh, Vice Principals was was like a two season thing from the beginning. They said we're going to do two seasons and that's it. Um, so I don't know. I mean, they, you know, they might they might claim that they're going to do a mini series and then it's, and then actually do a second season. You know, just but like they did like, with Big Little Lies. Well, well, I feel like mini series were way more prevalent like like ten years ago for HBO than they are now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's true. There were more miniseries. I mean, because um, I'm thinking what like uh, John Adams and that um, 
the one with Kevin Spacey. Uh, oh, I forgot that one. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, there's they're every once in a while they happen. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying they're 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 super common, but I, I want to say that there's a mini series at least every two years, maybe mm-hmm. every year, you know. So, um, yeah, but but yeah, but I don't know the entire Dance of the Dragons. Like like I suppose they could kind of do what they did with Rome, where they it's over quite a bit of time, but they but they keep the same actors somehow, and they accelerate they they accelerate everything, mm-hmm. but. It you know Rome even felt kind of weird like oh that the, this episode happens and a year has passed between the last episode you know so I, I don't know I I just don't I just don't think Fire and Blood is possible to do I don't think you can put it to screen <laughs> I got to disagree with you on there so here here are my thoughts on the whole thing so essentially back in 2017 they they were penning they're already planning like five uh, potential prequels this was back in 2017 before work on season eight even began and then season eight came out and my firm belief is that in 2018 is when they decided to do blood moon that's when they decided mm-hmm. to do it that's when they geared up for it there you go white walkers they're still interesting season eight hits white walkers are completely and utterly ruined um and HBO realizes, ah, oh, fuck, what have we done? Well, give us the pilot and we'll see what we can do with it. Mm. And I think the reason they're looking at Fire and Blood right now, another prequel series, is because they're either they're either trying to cover their bases with the whole like White Walker thing being kind of ruined, or either that or they, they just saw the Blood Moon pilot and they realize that it's not good and they just kind of want to like either make it a very short season one thing or a miniseries, or they just kind of want to put it under the rug and just focus on something that everybody likes. Because I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Even in the books, and especially in the show, the show the show actually makes them a little interesting, but I'm not interested in the White Walkers. I think they're very... Not not boring, but it's like the White Walkers are like Boba Fett. When you think of well, Star but... Wars, you don't think of Boba Fett. Like, Boba Fett is not of all of Star Wars. And even though White Walkers are prevalent in A Song of Ice and Fire, yeah. I'm more interested in, like, the scheming, backstabbing, political intrigue, you know, like, occasional dragon flame thing. Like, that's this what I'm is, interested this... in. Well, this is actually something that came up with um, uh, Star Trek. Um, so when the Borg first appeared, everyone, everyone was like, oh, my God, the Borg is awesome. And then the writers actually had a real problem. Because the Borg was this mindless collective that was just going to come for everyone. Mm. And they sort of said, well, what more can you do with a mindless collective? Like, there's nothing you can write. And so they really had a tough time with it, which is why they, you know, they started branching out. And the original idea for the Borg of this mindless collective, like, slowly got chipped away. They added, you know... Picard as Lacutus, and then they added a queen, and then they they had a a rogue group that broke off from the Borg. Like it was it was um, you know they realized that they they painted themselves in the in into a corner with the the mindless collective thing, or I mean the the you know the, like they're a machine that's you know has one thing in mind, and it's, it's the same with the White Walkers. I mean, if they are just really this mindless entity that wants to extinguish life. Um, as eventually portrayed, you know, in the show, that's not very interesting at all. Like, you know, that's not that doesn't represent the human condition at all, and and it's just it's it's boring. Um, and so I don't know. Hope, hope they could change the nature and say, okay, well, actually, there's more to them. It's it's different, you know, than that. 
But uh, you know what's one thing that could have made them interesting that they never explained was their connection to the Raven. Like even Bran says in season eight, like they always go for the Three Eyed Raven. Why? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they. Their explanation was because the raven is the deposit of all human knowledge, and therefore, like, that's he represents life. Who who explained that? Well, I think that, that was Sam, right? Sam is the yeah, one that, that said Sam. that. Yeah, that was Sam. Yeah, Sam pulled it out of his butt. Yeah. Did Did Bran ever even correct him? Because I no. I love the theory that Bran as the raven is the true villain, and that the White Walkers are like this per, in like this perpetual constant cycle of death and rebirth and they just want to die off and they can't because the raven somehow keeps them there and in order for them to finally experience death to have that sweet relief of death they have to go for the raven every single goddamn time and it just never <laughs> like remember when we did the like spoiler cast for, like right before the last episode of season eight aired there was that yeah. really cool thing about like john and Tormund are you know writing beyond the wall and the last scene of the entire series is John and Tormund discovering a, the White Walker symbol, and it like ends on that like insane, like creepy cliffhanger that the White Walkers are not gone. Yeah, yeah. They didn't I do, do that. that. They had a they great didn't. chance to hype up everyone for Blood Moon with that final scene in Game of Thrones to tie it all together to this prequel, and they just didn't do it. And that's why the prequel. I'm just this Blood Moon thing. I'm just really not excited for it. Fire and Blood, but, I think they could do it. And I'll tell you by why. The, by the way, when did, when, did, when, did, when did they decide on the title Blood Moon? Am I, why am I so out of the loop that I haven't <laughs> heard of this, uh, this title? Because um, I think it was, was it a leak or something that that's what they're nicknaming it right now? I don't think they have an official name for it, but that's what they're calling it. Like, um, like uh, when they were filming uh, Return of the Jedi, the, the code name for it, so nobody got like, wise to it, was uh, Blue Harvest. Oh, yeah. right, 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 right. So yeah. we don't really know the title. We're just mm -hmm. calling it Blood Moon because Blood Moon is the working title mm -hmm. for this for this long night-oriented thing. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. All right, all right, I got it. Blue Harvest it is. Right. <laughs> and uh, the reason I think Fire and Blood could work is because it is a kind of a lethargic read for some people, but it is a history book, which means George has written out all the major historical events that have happened. Aegon lands, conquers... Uh, you yeah. know, Dorn, War, all that stuff, this is perfect because you can actually have the freedom to write everything in between as long as you hit the major beats of history, which is Aegon lands. What does he do afterwards? Yeah. He conquers. What does he do in between? There you go. That's what you can write in there. Yeah, so the, the I would say the big problem with, with Fire and Blood or the Dance of the Dragons is that, you know, when we do season television, like... A season of TV usually takes a year to produce, and then it comes out, and then we watch it, and then we wait a year for another season of TV to come out. Um, and so it's nice when the story itself progresses at the same rate that we watch it. You know, it's nice that, like, this idea that, okay, I've watched, I've done, you know, eight seasons of Game of Thrones and, and roughly eight years have passed or something in the story. Um, the problem with, with, with Fire and Blood is, you, you know, you're talking about, you know, decades and decades uh, jump, you know, to get to the next piece of excitement. Um, and, or with Dance of the Dragons, you're talking about not, not, not enough time at all, two years, you mm -hmm. know. So, like, one season would be, like, one half of the war, and then another, the next season would be another half of the war, and it would just be, it would be not enough, you know, it would be no time passing at all, like, on Lost, 
where somehow, mm-hmm. somehow it's all taking place within like three weeks. You know? Well, Fire and Blood, so Fire, this is why I also think from a cynical and like television producer aspect of it, this is why Fire and Blood would be amazing. The problem that a lot of shows have with a lot of these actors is that after this show is successful, after a certain amount of time, these actors want more fucking money. Mm. You know, I think the mm, highest yeah. paid actors on Game of Thrones were like Lena Headey, uh, Peter Dinklage, Kit Harington, Maisie Williams, and Amelia Clark. Like, th- th- those were like the major guys that HBO had to pay like so much money towards. This is why Fire and Blood is genius because, you know, like, the, the one person that you're probably going to have for multiple seasons is probably going to be Magor. Because Aegon, you can only have Aegon the first for one season. And then his son, uh, who's his, Aenys? It was Aenys' son? Yeah. Aenys. Aenys, one season. That actor, one season. Visenya, you could probably have her for three seasons. You know, like, you don't have to keep paying these people extra. Not to mention, Fire and Blood would kind of be like like a lot of these soap operas that go on for like 40 years, you know? Like over the course of 40 years, new cast members come in, we get to, you know, meet new people, so on and so forth, blah, blah, blah. And hmm. the story evolves through new cast members. Kind of like, um, this is going to be like a blast from the past, but have you ever seen Degrassi? Um, I have seen a couple, a couple episodes of Degrassi Junior High, yeah. Right, so Degrassi, the next generation, is something I used to, really used to be into. It's this Canadian show about these, these, uh, this, uh, school of, with kids, kids in it, and, uh, over the seasons, new kids come into the school, and the story focuses on those kids, and less on the previous kids, and so on and so forth. It went on for, like, right. ten years. Right, you try to rotate out, you yeah, know, and rotate this is, new people in. Exactly. This is how, like, Fire and Blood could do it. They could rotate out cast members and continue on the Targaryen le- legacy. Because but it that, is about fire and blood, the Targaryens. But that rotation is always tough to pull off. Mm. You know, like, like um, you know, my wife used to watch Glee. And it's like you've got that, that original group of kids and, you know, they try to bring in new kids. But it's like you don't really care about the new kids. <laughs> or do you remember, do you remember about G.I. Joe where they, they're, they're constantly trying to get us to shift to new toys to get kids to buy the new toys? But they didn't really want to shift or... Or um, with with Transformers, oh, you know, yeah, I was they just trying to do a movie, right? You know, th- this idea is they want to they want to kill off all the old characters so that they can so that you can you have to go out and buy new toys mm. for the new characters. But it ter- turns out you don't want to you don't want to lose the the old characters. You mm-hmm. know, so um, there is that. It's tough to do that transition and for for you to actually care about the new characters. I mean, even in Game of Thrones, did we ever care about the new characters? Did we ever care about the Dornish? Did we ever care about, um, you know, the, the people that were added later on? I um, mean, in the books, you, you kind of care. Not as much, but you kind of care. The, the, the show, I think, did a better job because of, like, I all mean, the actors. I think we, we care in the books now because the Dornish, the Dornish, were the ma- the Dornish and the Ironborn were the major plot, uh, was the major plot of, of the last two books. And that's the past 20 years. So we've been stuck. We've been stuck getting to, you know, getting to know the the Dornish and the Ironborn. Mm -hmm. But, you know, had they come out all at a time, like my my, my first read of A Feast for Crows, I was like, who, what am I, why am I reading about, about Theon's uncles? This is ridiculous, you know? (laughs) And, and it also helps that, like, videos like yours help, like, you know, people get into the Dornish a bit better. But, like, I don't know. I think the show, the Game of Thrones has always done one thing consistently. They've always casted good people to play these roles. Like, the guy for mm, Ramsay, yeah. amazing, you know. Yeah. Uh, Alexander, uh, uh, what, I forgot Grand his last. Bell. Huh? 
I said Graham Bell. Is it Graham Bell? No, it's not Graham no, Bell. No, it's Sadiq. You're Sadiq, thinking yeah. Alexander, Alexander Sadiq. Yeah. Yes. Who plays for, who for played Duran. Like that yeah. that was a good casting. Uh, Pedro Pascal is Oberyn. Amazing. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Great. Fantastic. I will always like the original mountain mountain casting better, but still fucking fantastic. Game of Thrones has always consistently cast people that were amazing in those roles. So I I don't have I have complete confidence in them casting and, you know, the rotation being there. But if they are going to do a prequel, they should have started with Fire and Blood. Right. Ran- random Lannister random Lannister soldier, Ed Sheeran. Great, you know, perfect casting. <laughs> <laughs> they need to stop doing that. They really need to stop doing that stupid shit. Or they putting in to- random YouTuber. You know, I love when you rip on those guys, like the random Stark soldier, like when they win a contest or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. But no, this is not like a. this is I feel kind of bad for Blood Moon. But at the same time, just like what we what I said about Empire of Ash, like who the fuck cares about Targaryens 10,000 years ago? Who cares about that? Who cares about Westeros 8,000 years ago? I don't care unless they the White Walkers were defeated in a very, like, meh way. And, mm. like, I don't care. Had they done that thing with Bran and the fucking, the leaked scene that we talked about with Tormund and John discovering the, the symbol, it would I would have been excited for it. But I just don't care about the White Walkers. I want more I mean, scheming, it's, it's, backstabbing it's, it's dragons. Ki- it's kind of, it's kind of, um, I would, it's funny how it parallels Django Fett so much. Mm. Right? Like, everybody was really excited about Boba Fett, and then he gets killed off in the most, in the most ridiculous, like, Un- unsatisfying way, so much so that everyone kind of refuses to admit that Boba Fett, you know, just fell into the Sarlacc. And then they do like a prequel about his dad, and you're like, well, no, no, no one really cares, like because it leads to nothing, like it leads to a letdown, right? Right. So, so it's say, well, let's find out how these Targaryens started, so we know, uh, you know, how the letdown began. <laughs> well, I would actually compare the White Walkers to Boba Fett. Like, yeah, like at first, you know, they were interesting and cool, and then that that the, their demise was kind of like a meh moment. I yeah. j- I just really don't care. Like when you think of Game of Thrones, the first thing that comes to mind is not really the White Walkers. Just like with Star Wars, when you think of Star Wars, the first thing you came to mind is not really Boba Fett. Like, there's so much more yeah. to Star Wars than just Boba Fett, and there's so much more to Game of Thrones than just the White Walkers. Hell, even in the books. They've made a couple of appearances, nothing like too major, and that was it. Like, there's way more interesting stuff going on elsewhere, like Euron invading uh, the Reach, uh, Stannis' campaign in the north, the shit going on in Marine with, with, uh, you know, the Barrison trying to hold off the the Slaver Alliance, the stuff with uh, Ariel Hota and Darkstar. Like, there are way more interesting things happening than anything that has to do with the White Walkers. So why the fuck HBO would want to do this Blood Moon prequel is beyond me, but what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's already it's already there. It's already produced. Naomi Watts has already been paid. No, Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts is one of those actresses where, like, I know who she is, she's been in stuff, but I feel like I've never watched anything she's been in. Uh, The Ring? No, I haven't seen The Ring, actually, which is weird, because I remember that when I was really popular, I just never got a chance to watch it. She's like uh, Ethan yeah. Hawke. Like, you know Ethan Hawke is in stuff, and you never uh-huh. really know Ethan Hawke is in stuff until someone goes, yo, dude, that's Ethan Hawke. What? Oh, shit, well, I guess that is. <laughs> well, I mean, you're, we're, of different, we're of, a, of a different time, but, like, <laughs> I mean, I remember when Ethan Hawke was, like, the big up-and-coming heartthrob, and so everyone knew, like, 
Oh, that's Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, you know, yeah, no, Ethan Hawke was like a big deal. And then, I mean, he's, he became a really great actor, and, and, but he was celebrated differently in the 90s mm. than he is today. You know, he was this, like, big 90s heartthrob that was, like, star, that was, like headlining movies, you know. Um, and then, you know, he, 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 grew, he grew into a fine actor. It's just, he, it's different. I don't know. Kind of like Lindsay Lohan from my generation. Like, I remember she was a mean girl. And she was pretty <laughs> cool in that. And she was in that, like, that twin movie with, where, where, you know, where she, uh, Parent Trap. And I'm like, oh, Lindsay Lohan, she's going places. And then, pfft, nothing. Nope, no, <laughs> no. So sad. No, imagine if they if they cast Lindsay Lohan as as a White Walker. Oh Jesus oh. Christ! <laughs> I'm definitely not oh. watching it then. <laughs> so so yeah, I just I'm still just baffled logistically how they're gonna do a Fire and Blood, but whatever. I don't know. Anthology, maybe, bro. Maybe... Anthology. I've been saying it for like fucking forever. Anthology. Just I then, love yeah, I mean, anthology It's stuff. true that you don't have to pay the people as much because you just get a new actor. Exactly. You, you know. And they could do the drag. They could have the budget for dragons without having to fuck. I feel so bad for HBO's like, like, like pocketbook because they had to pay Lena Headey and Emilia Clarke and Kelly Heron to do all that crap yeah. on top yeah. of like making season eight look like a fucking movie. Say what you will about season eight. It was awful, blah, blah, blah. But the graphics were like Hollywood level. They were good. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, they could also say, okay, look, like, they could also admit, like, okay, we're we're not going to get more than three seasons, so we'll start it like we'll start this like you know in the year one twenty eight, like a year before the Dance of the Dragon starts, and the lead up, and then we like you know go right into the battle, you know, and then you know do it that way. So maybe they you know they could do Dance of the Dragons. I don't know. But Dance of the Dragons is way too chaotic. I mean, like when when. Even people who have never read the books and just go into Game of Thrones, I'm sure you had this problem because you were a show watcher before you were a book mm. reader. Going into like the first episode of Game of Thrones, they introduce so many characters, so many important people that you have. Oh, to I memorize. remember! I remember that first watching that first episode where I I, I still remember it because it's like you watch that first episode and you get that you get that that stellar opening mm -hmm. right with um with uh, Waymar Royce, and then you're like holy shit, and then you get that map. And you're like, oh, this is really cool. And then you get like this onslaught of like 14 characters mm -hmm. like getting introduced in, in, in you know, this, this like incredibly short span of time. And they all kind of look the same. They all kind of had dark hair. <laughs> yeah. They're good looking, you know. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't. Like, you know, it's like you don't know the difference between John and Rob and Theon and, like, in that first episode. You're like, who are these people? Like, okay, there's, there's, there's Sean Bean, like, but, like, what else is going on? Mm -hmm. I don't even, you know. It was, it was tough to keep track of in that, in that, that first moment, yeah. Like, like, like even, I think even Obama, like, even Obama, who was, like, a fan of Game of Thrones, like, he doesn't even know how, he doesn't even know, like, at least 80% of the characters' names. Like, I even have friends who have, like, have been watching the show for eight fucking years, and they still, like, they still call Danny the Khaleesi. They still call Tyrion that, the little dwarf guy. Like, like, nobody. Kelly, Kelly C, yeah. Yeah. Like, nobody knows, like, the fuck these characters' names. Like, they know Jon Snow and, like, Arya and Bran, but, like, everybody else is, like. Like they, nobody <laughs> right, like when you know when they bring back Osha after like five seasons and then kill her. Like people are like who are, who is she? Who is yeah, that like again? The, ca the, the casual is like who is she? Doesn't matter. She's dead. Doesn't now. matter. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank goodness we brought them back to kill them. Uh, uh, 